0: Good evening. Um, this is not going to be like any other Between Two Birds podcast. As you probably know by now, a lot of stuff has happened in Baltimore these last couple of days. It all started with peaceful, nonviolent protests Saturday afternoon and around 6.30 it turned violent. Riots, riots started up Property destroyed, people injured, and it's been a mess. It carried over into Monday night. As we're recording this right now, there's still um, a lot of stuff going on in the actual city. And for somebody like myself, who has grown up his whole entire life, you know, visiting Baltimore, going there, you know, for a school field trip or just for a day with the family or to go to an Orioles game. I hate it. My city is being destroyed in front of my eyes, and I can't do anything about it. I love the city of Baltimore. It's not perfect, but what major city is. You know, New York has its problems. Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, all of them. Baltimore's no different. Blue-collar town ever since it was created. We were the... Um, we were the freaking capital of the United States at one point. <sighs> we're one of the major cities on the East Coast. This is just something that should never happen. And to see your own backyard up in flames, destroyed... By the, own, by the people who live in it is what hurts it the most. Because these people are going to have to wake up and go to work or go to school or whatever and see what they did the night before and most likely feel no remorse. I work in Baltimore. I work at Camden Yards. I saw what happened Saturday night. Fights breaking out in front of Pickles, police everywhere. We just had to pull people into the stadium to just get them away from everything, we weren't at that point. We weren't even checking tickets or having him getting them through the metal detectors. We were just trying to do everything to keep people calm and safe, because we had no idea what was going to go on. My friend was working in another part of the stadium and saw bike racks thrown. Um, we later heard that Dempsey's was busted out. You you imagine you see these things on the news, you see the kind of things that go on in the world, and you never think that they can happen to you. You never think, Oh, you know, Baltimore has its problems, but it's never gonna rise up like this. You don't know what people are capable of doing. My whole life I thought, you know, we're not that big of a major city. Nothing bad can happen here. And now I can't find a I can't find the words to turn this into anything positive except to say that this entire show is about the good things of Baltimore, the things me and Cody love about this great city. So we will talk about the Orioles briefly. We will not do hate of the week because there's nothing we hate this week. It is all love. And this is where it starts.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen, children of appropriate ages, welcome to the Between Two Birds podcast. The date is April 27th, 2015. I am your host Cody Colston and that was my good co-host Connor Garcia. As he said, this isn't a normal podcast episode. This is, uh, there will be no segments, there's no hate of the week, no pop culture corner, there's no music at all whatsoever. Um, We are going to be talking about the Orioles a little bit. We're not even going to cover the major news that we've missed in the past week. Um, Right now, this isn't the place for it. And we are going just to talk about Baltimore. Um, I think my views are very similar to my co-hosts. And I, I I don't have words for what's happening right now. But that's not... The time or the place right now. We are keeping things positive. We are keeping our heads held high, and we are moving on just as the people of Baltimore would do. Um,
0: and have done ever since the city was created.
1: Yeah, uh, we're We're built on how, how holding our heads high and being that underdog, that no one expects a lot out of us, but we always prove them wrong. So uh, let's let's hop into talking about the Orioles for a little bit. Um, lately, there hasn't been a lot of positive news, so we're, there's honestly not much to talk about. What we are going to talk about is what happened um, Sunday night, last night, uh, extra innings against Boston, well,
0: know. Saturday night.
1: Saturday night. Was it Saturday night?
0: Yeah, Sunday day game was oh. the, the the great day.
1: Oh yes, right. Oh my bad. Saturday night. It was. Uh, there were there were protests then, um, mostly peaceful, and they kind of they got out of hand towards the end, but and people were staying extra innings. Uh, it was an extra innings ball game, and uh, you know there's a lot of stuff going on. People were worried, but then we had the Orioles, the the team that was on a five game losing streak. Um, and had nothing go right for them lately. Um, They actually had... uh, uh, They were winning most of the game uh, at 3-1, if I remember correctly, and it got tied up late. They went into extra innings, and all of a sudden, we're facing uh, Koji Ohara in the bottom of the 10th. This is the man that dominates us. And up to the plate... We get a pinch hitter, a man by the name of David Lowe. For those who don't know, um, and David, as much fans love him, he's not that great lately. He hasn't been that great lately. Uh, he wasn't that great, too great last year, but uh, he, fans definitely like him. And uh, he steps to the plate, and he cranks one out, and that moment, I felt a lot of emotion. Um, I was happy that the Orioles won I, I'm always happy that the Orioles won and then I felt something in the pit of my stomach I, I was worried about everyone in that stadium as soon as that ball game was over as soon as David Lowe crashed, crossed home plate I was worried how are these people going to get home how are they going to be safe what's going to happen and thankfully most of it went, out, went off without a hitch um, uh, do you, do you want to describe what you felt Connor
0: Sure. I was working the game um Saturday night. Uh obviously I told the story about what happened early. Um during the game, I paid no attention to it at all. I did not know the score until I got into the car and listened to it on the radio. Um, um you know, got home. Uh we were down four to three I think in the top of the tenth at that point, so I I was just shut off from the game completely. I had no idea what happened at any point. I got—I went out with a friend later on, and I got a text, and got a text from my dad, and said, "David, will walk-off," and I felt no happiness. I had left the game early because I just wanted to get out of the city because I did not know what was going to when it's going to happen. I was let go of work early, um, and I just—I just wanted to get out. I just needed to go home and be away from the situation. So I got home, it was 4-3, I left with my friend, and we hung out, and I ended up learning Dave Aloha to walk off home run, and I felt no happiness, um, just because it was a little glimmer of hope, where a team that can bring the city so much joy, and has for 60 plus years, couldn't even... Couldn't even do anything for him on one of his worst nights because it was made. It was back page news at that point. Um, I later learned. Uh, of course, everyone knows that the uh, gates were shut down, that nobody was allowed to leave, and they announced that in the bottom of the ninth. And um, <laughs> I just don't have words to describe that kind of feeling. Right.
1: And that's we don't we don't really have sports commentary. I know people come to here to listen to us talk about the the Orioles and the Ravens. um, And we like talking about them. But today it's something different. Something different needs to be said. And what we're going to go into, we're going to talk. It's going to be a shorter episode, probably. And I I apologize for that. But right now we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about what we love about the city of Baltimore. What we love about our backyard, what we, what we like about the city that we don't necessarily call home, but it's our city. I like to call it my city, but it's our city. The, the the people of Baltimore are probably what I like the most. You know, there are some, like, on the news, there are some right now that don't have, or that, that aren't the greatest, but the people you do meet the people that approach you with a kind voice and an outstretched hand are probably the best people I've ever met there there is something about the people of Baltimore that you can't put a finger on when it comes to character they have this charm about them like they know they understand their worth in the world they understand where they are and where they are in the hierarchy of society but they don't really care they're more worried about what's going on in front of them and how to make the best possible situation out of everything they come to and that's the baltimore i see i don't see the baltimore on the news right now when i think of baltimore that's what i see i see the people and i see i see the love they have in their hearts for the sports teams I understand that not all of them are, are, are Ravens or Orioles fans, but people from Baltimore are sports fans, born and bred. Whether it be the Ravens, whether it be the Steelers, whether it be the Orioles, whether it be the Yankees, they're diehards, and they love their team. I know we like to get on, you know, fair-weather Boston fans and fair-weather Yankee fans and all that, but the people I've met from Baltimore that are fans of those teams, they stick with those teams, and they don't flop whatsoever. And that's that's another thing that i love about the people of baltimore and the people of baltimore are great there's no other way to describe them they're great they they, they start businesses they care about their communities they they want to improve their city like no other person i've ever met before they want things to go well for them in their city they want things to be great they're not content with the way things are they want to strive to be better and that's a lot more than other people can say, I think I believe.
0: I was watching Channel 11 News, and they were interviewing this man. He had lived in Baltimore 53 years. And you hear stories like that all the time of people that live in the city, who work in the city, raise their families here, and their roots are just in the city. Um you just you hear so many of these stories. You just walk down the street, oh yeah, I've been here for you know forty plus years, but I've raised my children here. I hope they raise their children here. You know, it's not all bad. And that's when you get a sense, maybe it is not all bad. Maybe it is. Um Maybe If you focus on the negative, you're always gonna see the negative. If you focus on the positive You'll be more uh, happy. Um, There's a reason people live in this city so long. Because they love it. It's their home. They stay because not out of fear of they don't know what they're going to do if they leave. They stay because they know what they've got here. And they know it's probably um, great. It is great, actually. It's comfortness. It's knowing that no matter what you're safe here, you may not always be safe, but the sense of it can be bigger than anything
1: you you always know that the person you always know the person standing next to you has your back because you're from Baltimore that's the I think that's what you're trying to get across yeah it's it's a it's a weird sense of camaraderie it's I I mean I am I, I admit that I haven't been out of the state much. That's that's me. But um, what you see here, it's it's not even. I I first I thought it was just like Orioles and Ravens fans, like how they stood next to each other, how they you know stood for each, stood back back against the walls with each other because you know they're fans of the same sports team. I thought that was that was that. But it seems to extend past that in baltimore um opposed to other places i've been you know people will stand next to each other because you're from baltimore and it's it's a weird sense of connection like you know you you get plenty of people you know it's like one i've seen it before where one person will say i'm from la another person will say, i'm from la too it's like oh cool we're from la and then you see people from baltimore and says i'm from baltimore I'm from Baltimore, too, and then you kind of feel that respect that just radiates off the two people, and it's it's like you said, it's comforting. It's like you know if you're from the same city that that person has your back no matter what. Like, LA's huge. New York's huge. Chicago's huge. But Baltimore, we got each other. We got each other. And that's kind of that's that that's special and and more cities need
0: that i went i went on a cruise in about 2008 um it was just a royal Caribbean cruise out of miami and about the second day i was wearing an oriole shirt and this guy comes up to me says hey are you from uh baltimore i said yeah i'm from a city near there he goes yo same here We talked for like 30 to 40 minutes about Maryland and Baltimore and the Orioles, even the Ravens, and like, oh, Michael Phelps in the Olympics. Yeah. It was just amazing how much you can have such a conversation with some person you'll probably never, ever see again or never even remember who they are, what their name is, or what they look like.
1: But you remember that conversation.
0: But you remember – exactly. You remember the memory you have with that person.
1: It's – Baltimore is is just great for that, and then you have to look at all the the local businesses. Like, um, there the biggest one I can think of right now, Pickles is local, right? Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Um, I'll look it up while you continue.
1: Well, yeah, there's there's local businesses. i I think Pickles is one. There's plenty of local bars. Um, there's corner stores. Like I like if you wa- if you park a good distance away from one of the stadiums, and I urge you to do this one time. Park is far as you can, which I'm sure a lot of people do because of the pricing, but park as far as way uh, as far as you can from a stadium. Like just as far as you can, and then walk towards it, and take in the sights around you, take in the row homes, take in the local businesses, take in the people, take in the the brick roads that you know hurt your heels as you walk on it. <laughs> <laughs> but take that in and it has a charm to it and that's why it's called charm city it's cuz it cuz it feels like no other place you have this mixture of old and new that i i love and you see you'll see like two row homes there, uh, 20 years ago this place would have been two row homes stacked against each other now somebody hollowed it out it's a deli or a little a little corner coffee shop or restaurant or something like that that it doesn't look like. It doesn't look brand new. It has. It's like an old concrete. Outside. And it has. A, a, an old neon light. With some. With a, like a tattered cloth. Uh, overhang. But. It's there. And it's thriving. Like you'll see people go in and out of it. And. it, it It's living. It has character to it. And it has. This sense that. I'm here no matter what. The city is going to change, but I will be here. And that's a great feeling. And then you have the people who run it. As I said earlier, they, they have this warm feeling about them. They, they love the fact that you're in their restaurant, that you, they want to serve you. They want to be there. I mean, it might be the small business mentality, but the Baltimore charm is real, ladies and gentlemen. The Baltimore charm is real, and it's alive. And people want to talk about how Baltimore is this old, run-down city, but it has life. So much life that that needs to be experienced. It demands to be experienced.
0: I think my favorite thing about the small businesses is how involved they get with the community. A small business, a small bakery, donates all the pies the Orioles use in their post-game celebrations.
1: Yeah, it's it's Baltimore delicious pies, right?
0: Dangerously delicious, dangerously pies, I
1: think. delicious pies, and then you have the athletes like Jonesy. He works so much for the the y- uh, YMCA. He donates so money, so much money, and and does so many events for them. It's crazy.
0: Nick Marcakis is still doing charity. He doesn't even play for the Orioles anymore. He yeah. does charity in Baltimore. Torrey Smith. Still in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, these guys. Baltimore's their home. I mean, even Sean Merriman's still doing stuff. He hasn't played in Maryland since what, ten years? And I'm pretty sure he has his lights out charity is based in Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Like, and he loves Baltimore. Like, he talk. He like, if you go on social media right now, he's so torn apart. Like, he has a tweet about the Caps winning, and then he talks about Baltimore. It's crazy. And. Like I said, it's just something so special that you can't. Words are very hard to describe that. And I don't know if it's with any other city, but it's with Baltimore. And I can tell you that much. I love this city. I love it to death. I wear local pride on my arm like a badge. I root for all the local teams. I hate the Nats and Redskins because they're in Washington. But damned if I don't want to see them do well when they're not facing the teams that I root for. Because they're local, and that's all that matters to me, is I want them to do well. Like, I like to give them a bad rap. I like to give their fans a bad rap. But at the end of the day, I want them to do well. I really do. Not because, well, it, it not because that, for some superficial reason, it's because they're local. And they give back into this community. I know they're in D.C. And D.C. is like people try to hold, hold it as a whole other community. But at the end of the day, we're Maryland. Like, it's Baltimore, Maryland. And D.C. D.C. is Maryland, no matter what you try to tell say otherwise. D.C. is Maryland.
0: We're connected by a beltway.
1: Exactly. It's a beltway. And there is... I just hold so much love in my heart for this state. It's unreal. People can be nasty and and scum and whatever, but this place has so much to it that I, I hold so much in my heart for it. I never want to leave this state. I never. I never want to leave it, because it's my home. It's where I put my head down at night and I wake up the next morning and I think about how great the places I live in. And I don't I can't remember the like I know I haven't lived anywhere else and everybody's gonna knock me for it, but so much love in my heart for this place. and Baltimore as a city, so much love. I want to go to Baltimore as much as I can.
0: I've spent the last three days in Baltimore. Um, people just ask me, um, you know, since I was working the game there, since I work at the games, they come up to me and say, Hey, all right. How was last night? I can't really talk about at work. How, what, what happened? I say, yeah, I'm doing okay. They ask if you're okay. Everybody on Twitter Saturday night was saying, please get home safe. All mostly from Maryland or Baltimore, because we care about one another. We really do, like you
1: know, just 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 look at uh uh, you know, like O's uncensored, and like those guys, Dylan Ad- uh, Atkinson, who's a great guy, and then you have guys over at um, Utah Street Report, all great guys. Like it's not, like I know so, it's it it it's trying to be a business, but us, you know, like Baltimore Sports Report. And all those guys, we interact and we love each other because we're fans of the same team. And we love each other because it's Baltimore, because it's Maryland. This sense of camaraderie does not die with age, it only gets stronger. We're, we're, Baltimore's hurt right now, ladies and gentlemen, but it ain't gonna die. That sense of camaraderie ain't gonna die. It ain't. It ain't going nowhere. We hurt. We bleed like every other person. But god damn do we not want to see another person bleed from Baltimore. I know. I. I'm speaking. We speak from the heart with this, ladies and gentlemen. This is not. pre. This isn't like set up to be the other way. We're speaking from the heart here. This is how we feel. I Love. Love. The Baltimore Sports Report family. Jake, Scott, Jabby, Matt, uh, Zach, uh, Trevor, uh, you know, even our past guys. Dave Stevenson, love him. Abby Miller, great guy. And the camaraderie is there. I have never felt more at home when I'm talking with these gentlemen and some ladies. Never makes me believe that I have a place in this world, and it makes me happy, I'm on the verge of tears here, I'm sorry, (laughs) but these guys, these ladies and gentlemen are so great, so wonderful, I love talking with them, we, you know, we, we have our different opinions on some things, and you know, it might all be all the greatest, but I love these people, I love them to death, they're great. They're smart. They're funny. They, you know, they know what they're talking about for the most part. They want to see everyone else do well, including other people and, and including yourself. And I just want to see them do well. I never want to see them falter. I want them to live the best lives they can, not just with sports, with everything else in their life. I love these people, and it's. The Baltimore camaraderie. It's Baltimore. It's Maryland.
0: I think my favorite thing about it all is, you know, our great friend Javi Burns. He's not even from Baltimore. He adopted it all. He's from San Diego, but he adopted this way of life. He loves he loves the Orioles. He loves Baltimore. Um He'll fight to the death for the Orioles in this city, I think. I know, and I just want to say this, I'm not a, I don't identify myself as a fan of the Baltimore Ravens anymore because I don't like how their operations team works within the organization. But that doesn't change how I feel about um, what they bring to the city. The Baltimore Ravens, ever since they came over from Cleveland in 96, they've been here since I've been here. I've seen the Ravens become... A household name in Maryland they've become big they've become big in the city there was so much joy when they won the Super Bowl in 2013 the streets were filled with purple and black I
1: still get I still get chills looking at those pictures at looking at the way people in the streets should be they should be cheering for something they should be have a purpose behind it not destruction like we're seeing on the television these past few days not that we need to be cheering for a purpose and for good things to happen and for good things that have happened i i'm sorry i'm stealing your thunder here a bit connor but it's we need to we need to get back to that we need to be getting back to the great things and to be celebrating them more And being happy, like I know it's a tall order just to say be happy, but when it comes to great things, how can you not be happy? Talking about great things and great ideas, how can you not talk about them with a smile on your face? You can continue, Connor, I'm sorry.
0: You're fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like I was saying... Um, I did go to school that day, but most of the time, we were just watching. No, I don't think I went to school that day. I think I was sick. But regardless, uh, I was just watching, you know, either Channel Eleven or Thirteen, just watching the parade and thinking, "This is my city. This is awesome." You know, I still kind of like the Ravens back then. It was still kind of. Uh, like all up in the air. Like I was rooting for to win the Super Bowl just for the city to be happy, and the city was happy. And I, I, will never identify as a Ravens fan fully. I'll support the team in the sense that they help the city because they generate so much revenue and happiness in the city. Because they have been a household name in the NFL, they've been good ever since they've become a, a NFL team, and they just bring a lot of joy every Sunday or Monday. And it's great to see. You know, we'll have our little debates about them every now and then. But in the grand scheme of things, it's it's all small talk.
1: Like, people... people, When Ray Lewis announced his retirement during that Super Bowl year, I don't think I've ever seen a city react like we have. I really don't. I mean, there, there have always been some great players in great cities, like you know, Chipper Jones in Atlanta and Tony Gwynn in San Diego with his recent passing... But I don't think I've ever seen a city on the side of a building put a, pur- a purple heart with the number 52 inside of it. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a city put a statue, Ray Lewis, a statue in front of uh, m and Bank as quick as we did. I don't think I've ever seen another team put up a statue that quickly. Like, and talking about the athletes here, like look at the Baltimore Colts. When the, when the team left the city, they stayed because they understood that this was their city. This was the city that supported them all these years. This was the city that loved and adored those players. And they never wanted to leave that. They never wanted to leave that. And that's why they're all in the Ring of Honor. That's why the all the old Baltimore Colts players are in Ravens' Ring of Honor, I believe. I believe it's just, like, the old, old Colts players. I don't think they named them specifically. But there's a Johnny Unitas statue out front of the M&T Bank Stadium. Like, that was built there as quickly as could when Art Modell moved the team here because he understood what these athletes mean to the city. They understood what they stood for in the Baltimore way of life. It was that that scrappy team that, you know, not many people believed in, and and they still... I can't put it into words how much these teams mean to the people. It's a great, great, great atmosphere. People live and die with their sports teams in Baltimore. They always want them to do well. We like to give, you know... the orioles shit because peter angelos owns them but at the end of the day look at the man's charities he has like four different charities or four different things that he donates to out of the orioles organization they have the orioles reach program they support adam jones with his ymca thing they gave jim palmer a a bunch of money for uh, autism research
0: nick marcakis for his um and Buck Show Author's 5K trick or trot. Yeah, 5K he does run.
1: that every year, and the Orioles support that. Like, Nick Mar- go ahead.
0: Um, I forget what the name of Nick Marcakis' cherry run. I, I think it might be the same thing as Buck Show Alters, but still, the yeah. Orioles and the Angelos family donate to that. Um, John P. Angelos, one of Peter's sons, tweeted a great stream of tweets to just sum up this whole thing. If you ever get the chance, just uh, either go to his Twitter page, or just google search john angelo's tweets and i'm sure a full version of it will show up in some you know like blog or website or something it's well worth a read and it's very well put together because um they are part of baltimore too whether you want them to be or not they're here they are part of the city they are this is their city too
1: and they want to see it grow. And and Nick Marquegas' charity is called the Right Side Foundation. And
0: that's that it. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah, the the Angelus family is part of this city, too. And they understand that. And we like to give them so much shit. But at the end of the day, they do a lot of good for this city. They bring in a lot of money. And they care about the people. They care about the fans. If you ever watch... Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever watch Buck Showalter talk about the Angelus family... I mean, he only talks about positive things. You know, you want to say, oh, it's because it's boss. But just, like, listen to his voice. I don't hear Buck talk about people like he does when he talks about the Angelus family. They flew him there and back to go to his, uh, his father-in-law's funeral. You know, he talks about how the Angelus family wants the team to win. Like, how the Angeluses are always asking, you know, what can we do? What can be done? What can we do to make the team better? It's it's crazy, and I don't. It, I have I have no words. I'm sorry, This is a very speechless night for me, for for ideas and for things that are going on. I'm very I'm very out of words.
0: And just because you know I work for the Orioles, you know he, Peter Angelos is not my boss, but he's the upper person. And I'm not just saying all these positive stuff because he's my boss. I'm saying it because he is a great person. Um, if you want to believe that he's the reason the Orioles were bad from '98 till um, 2011, you can believe that all you want. But personally, it's not his fault. He he did everything he could to make this team better. He worked hard, him and his sons, and whoever you know. They it's just the luck of the draw when you hire you know people to run your team. Um, we see that with great organizations like you know um, the New York Yankees. Would George Steinbrenner like what Brian Cashman's doing? No, He would be so disappointed. I'm probably he's probably turning over in his grave right now if he saw what the New York Yankees look like because they're a great franchise, whether you want to believe it or not. They knew how to run a baseball team back in the eight, uh, 90s. They built one of the greatest dynasties of all time. The owners can only do so much, but it's if you pick the right people to build the team, they will succeed. It's the luck of the draw. Um, it really is. They rolled the dice with Duquette. He was out of baseball for a while. He turned us into a winner with Buck Walter at the helm. And... Um, it's been gravy ever since. <laughs>
1: I, I disagree a little bit with your Angelo sentiment, but we're not here about talking about sp- like baseball moves and whatever, but... The thing is the way I see it like I I think I believe Angelos had a, a a good deal to do with the Orioles sucking but he it's because he wanted the team to do so well. He got in the way cuz he wanted the team to do so well. He wanted the city to do so well. And like he he's a fan. At heart he was a fan cuz he wanted the team to do so well. And like you can knock him for that all you want but you know, it, it's just mm, – the words don't want to come out.
0: <laughs> and while we're on the subject of the Orioles, they've been in the city for – this is their 61st year as a team in the city of Baltimore. There's been several other baseball teams in Baltimore. The New York Yankees used to play here, people. The actual New York Yankees used to play here. You know, baseball has been a part of Baltimore ever since um, early 1900s. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, they had the, the old – the old, uh, the nineteen hundred, 1900, the nineteen o one to like nineteen o three Orioles, I believe.
0: Yeah, who played in the wooden old wooden stadium up there in North Baltimore? We had I took Maryland history and we had a whole lesson on the Baltimore Orioles history, and it's fascinating that our um, teachers like you know, like there was teams before the actual Baltimore Orioles. Now, like all the teams that went to New York and the uh, 01 to 03 team. Or 0102, wh- whatever it was. And it's just amazing how stuff stays in the community for so long, whether or not people um, flock to it or just, you know, whatever. Um, there's a, <laughs> you know, and another thing. This is not The Wire. <laughs> this We've is not been the, seeing that a lot lately. Yeah, this is not The Wire. Um, that is a TV show, whether you want to believe it or not. I'm, it's a TV show, um, co- meaning fictional for the most part. Um, New York has 7,000 different law and orders. Um, just because we had The Wire set in Baltimore or homicide, that doesn't mean it's always like that, Sure. We're not perfect.
1: We have we have our fair share of difficulties, but the city, as a whole, is not like that. We don't like that. We don't like that perception of us. We I mean, The Wire is a great TV show, and uh, the 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 writer uh, the creator you know he loves Baltimore because he he actually wrote about the protests. He did a quick blog. Um, I'm not sure where it is, but I, I've seen experts of it. Um, excerpts, excuse me. Um, of it, and you know, he wants he wants peace in Baltimore. It's the wire is not Baltimore. We are a loving, caring city, whether no matter what uh, uh, media tries to spin it otherwise. We are a very proud, caring, charm city, charmful city.
0: We wouldn't put greatest city in America on our benches if we didn't believe it.
1: Exactly, like.
0: You can make all the jokes you want. We'll just absorb them. You know, we've heard, of all, we've heard of them all by now. Yeah,
1: we've heard them all. I'm sure every major city has. And...
0: I'm sure New York is tired of hearing that it smells like a sewer, even though it does. Um, <laughs> or, that Boston, or that Boston people talk weird. But, Boston people talk weird. But we all have our kinks. You know, we're not all perfect you know
1: that's what makes every city that like like that's what people identify the city by good for bad and you know what how good your city is is depend depends on how you run with it and baltimore takes that you know that nitty-gritty uh bomber accent you know oh stro's Natty bows hawn. we take that we take you know everything you throw at us like every other city, great city in America and the great people that are in it do. And we run with it. Because we know getting angry is only going to make it make that voice get louder, but if we run with it and make it our own, it's our own. We don't have to hear it from everybody else. It's it's a this is a great city. Baltimore is a great city. Ladies and gentlemen, there's I don't know too many cities that compete with it. It's great. I, can, I, I, this po- I could literally put out an episode of this podcast where I say Baltimore is great for an hour. And you know what? I wouldn't get tired of saying it. Baltimore is a great city. The one you see on the news, uh, anybody who, who's not from Baltimore or doesn't know, that's not the city that I see when I close my eyes and think about the city or the city I see when I go there. That's not the city. We have our problems, yes, but at the end of the day, we love the city, and we want nothing more than for it to strive. When I walk
0: through the Inner Harbor to either, like, um, you know, where the old ESPN zone was, I think it's a Hard Rock Cafe now, or to, like, the Aquarium, the Science Center, or the just little strip malls there, I'm thinking, you know, this is a great city, um... You just look around, you see people having fun, having, you know, positive time. You don't think about all the bad things that happen there. They happen, but it's not, I don't know what I'm trying to get to right now, just because my mind, you know, is all over the place. It's running at 10,000 miles an hour right now. Um, You just walk through the inner harbor, just walk through it one day. You know, once all this settles, walk through the Inner Harbor one day. Sure, it can smell like a boot sometimes, but and you might see some, you know, something strange and more
1: than questionable.
0: <laughs> something something strange in the water someday or something. But just take it all in. Just walk to the Science Center. Um, you know, avoid the Hooters because it's sexist. But <laughs> just walk walk anywhere else and. Like when I went to go apply for the job, um, for the Orioles, me and my friend went down to the city. We literally walked from Camden, all the way to the Inner Harbor, we just because you know. Um,
1: you could do that and enjoy it.
0: We just like to take all, take it all in.
1: I, I I go I go to the Baltimore Aquarium and the Baltimore Science Center to be amazed. I go to M&T Bank and Camden Yards for a great time and great atmosphere. I go I. I, I walk around those neighborhoods to the stadiums because I, that atmosphere, I, I talk to people because they're, they have so much to say because it's Baltimore. We, the camaraderie, I can't, I, I feel like I'm reiterating myself, but there is so much to this city that not one little bad spot or one little period of time where the, the city isn't, it's bright, it doesn't have its brightest moments, but it's so big, so vast, has so many people that it's, you can't bring it down. You can't. We're a great city. We hurt from time to time, but we're a great city. And we want nothing more than you to think that too. We are nothing, not, nothing we, more.
0: We are not riots. We are peace. Peace.
1: We we are not riots. We are not looting. We're not setting cars on fire. We're not uh, beating people. We're not stealing. We don't want that. Other those people you see on there, they're not, they're not Baltimore. There's someone who thinks they're they're better than people that they can do that. That's not what Baltimore is. Baltimore is about standing shoulder to shoulder with the person next to you and fighting off everyone else because you know you're good and you don't need everyone else's acceptance. I don't know how much more I have left in me in this podcast. I'm pour- I'm pouring so much emo- so much emotion into this microphone right now.
0: I mean just from just from seeing it from your own eyes you don't even think that it could oh, um you know seeing it with my own eyes you don't it doesn't register in your mind completely um it just You, mm, I saw everything from Saturday has just been flashbacks ever since. Um, I will not, it's flashbacks now, but I know whether, I don't even know if I'm going to go into work tomorrow or not, or what time or anything, because (laughs) it's just all uncertainty. But I know that I'm going to go and look at Pickles Pub and not think of the stuff that happened there or look at Camden Street and see those fights or those violence, or look at H-Gate and think of gates being thrown. I'm going to think of of all the great times that happened there. Um, I saw my first ball game at Camden Yards. I went in through H-Gate. We came from downtown because my dad surprised me with tickets to a game. We came in from that way. I always associate that area with that memory, not um, not fights or violence. I spent my first opening day outside Pickles, like with my dad and a couple of our friends. We just had a great time, and I'm going to associate that area with that, not violence or fighting, or anywhere in Baltimore. I associate it with good times and good memories, not of violence.
1: You know my my sister graduated in Baltimore if I if I remember correctly she they were, they had a big ceremony it was Towson or no UMBC my bad um, and I'm I'm always gonna remember Baltimore when I think of that I'm going to think of the arena I don't I can't remember if it was first Mariner but it was it was an arena in Baltimore and I'm going to associate that good memory with Baltimore and then I think of all the Orioles. You know, wins and walk-offs I've been to, all the playoff games. I'm going to remember Baltimore in that. I'm going to remember, you know, eating at a local restaurant before a game. And, you know, I hate fighting the crowds, but... The people in their faces... I, I can still kind of see them. Because I took... I take in... I took that in. Every game... I've, I've only been to two games at M&T Bank. But... Both those games... I remember those days. And I remember what happened. And I remember every good moment. And... The bad moments... I don't... I don't. I don't remember the bad moments. I remember all the good moments. And that's... That's the thing... That's what I think we should take away from all this. Don't... Don't sit on the bad... For too long. And... I know... You need to know your past to move forward right in the future. But don't sit on the, the past too long when it's as bad as, it, when it's as bad as it can be. Because eventually that's what you're going to start thinking of something like that. I'm not going to sit on the bad memories of Baltimore because I don't want to think of Baltimore like that. I want to think of all the good memories and all the fun I've had in the city. And... and how much the city means to me i never i never want to see the city do bad i never do and i never want to see the state do bad and i never want to see anything go bad i just want to see the good things i want to see the good things in as i walk down uh, utah street as i walk down russell street as I, as i walk down you know pratt street i want to see all the good things the bad things, they're there, and I acknowledge them, and I wonder how we can move on from them. But I want to remember the good things. Because at the end of the day, the good things are what makes you move forward. They are. I, 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 I'm probably running in circles here. I apologize. But it is. The good things are what helps you move forward, what gives you a purpose, because you, you just look for the next good moment. You're always looking for that next good moment. And when it comes along, you're happy. And that's all that matters sometimes. Never the bad.
0: Never the bad. Never in my life did I think <laughs> like you hear Orioles game canceled because of rain all the time, you think, "Damn. Oh well. Now like damn, they got to make up the i do, like, a doubleheader, and it's going to ruin the pitcher, and it's going to ruin the bullpen. I have not thought about that once. And if you have, you're missing the point of all this.
1: I, I never thought I'd see the day where I, I, you know, I would see Orioles game postponed due to riots, or protests, or whatever you want to call them. You know, I, 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 we, I there have been things in my life where we've postponed them for uh, for greater things that are, are that are travesties, but I never thought I'd see with my own eyes that I would remember for the rest of my life.
0: Um. I have I have stories to tell. I shouldn't have to tell these kind of stories. I shouldn't have to tell about the bad things that happened here. I should be only be able to tell about the good things, like how I saw the oh, Orioles what? clinch the division, or how I went to a playoff game and they scored twelve runs. Or how I went to um, a Ravens game and saw Joe Flacco catch a ball from Tyrod, no, um, Troy Smith. Or how I went to, you know, the Inner Harbor and went to the aquarium, and how I took, I went all these places with parents and friends and family. I shouldn't have to tell stories of, of when I was 18 years old and riots ensued in Baltimore, and I was working in Camden Yards, and I saw it all. We're we're better than this. We really are. This is not us. This is acts from cowards who do not represent how real Baltimore people feel. These are not protests. These are riots. These are people who want to destroy things because they know they can. And they know that and they don't think they can be stopped. They're not fighting a cause. They haven't been since the peaceful process ended six o'clock on Saturday. Um, violence doesn't solve anything; it just creates more violence. The cycle has to stop.
1: Hey, I I love my city. I love this city. I really do. And it's not just my city, like I said earlier. It's our city. I love our city. And I... I never thought I'd ever see what I'm seeing now. Because you call me, you know, under... Say I'm under a rock or whatever. But I never thought I'd see this. I never thought I would see people destroying the community that I hold dear but th- one thing that I will say is that it can only get better things eventually hopefully I should say uh, will go back to normal and I can see the city in its former glory well, I wouldn't say former in the glory that I always think of when I think of Baltimore. I get I, I wanna see that city again. Like I wanna see that with my own two eyes. I, I can see it when I close my eyes, but I wanna see it for real. I never wanna be afraid to go to my city. Never. Right now I am, but I never want to do that.
0: I heard about the threats made today, earlier today. I turned right to my mom and I said, I don't want to go. I do not want to go into that situation. Never before in my life have I said, I do not want to go to Baltimore today. You know, maybe it's like traffic. Nope, I don't care. Weather, nope. It's supposed to rain all night. Nope, we're still going to see if the Orioles are going to play. We're still going to head down... the restaurant we're still gonna I did not want to go into the city today I had to the game got canceled I got out safe um more uncertainty about tomorrow I don't even (sighs) the darkest I forget how this quote goes it's always darkest before the dawn I think that's how it goes
1: it's always darkest before the dawn yes
0: yes we will be okay soon enough.
1: Things will get better, ladies and gentlemen. And things will be great. Hopefully greater than they have ever been once this all blows over. I know for one, I'm definitely going to look in to helping my city recover. I'm definitely going to be either looking at donating some money or going out there and actually help cleaning up. I'm going to help with something. Because I don't want to see this ever again and i want i want my city to shine like the diamond it really is not what other people see it but how it sh- how i see it i want to see that diamond shine like no other and i just want greatness from my city i want i i have nothing for love in my heart for this city i have nothing in love for the people that stand for what baltimore stands for and that want to stand by your side and cheer with, cheer for the Oreos with you or uh, sit next to you and have a drink. I don't, I don't drink, but, you know, I sit next to somebody on a bar and talk with them or something like that. I want nothing. I have nothing but love in my heart for those people. I have nothing but love in my heart for everybody. You know, there's room for everybody as far as I'm concerned, but I want... I want the love of the people from Baltimore because it it's priceless. I I don't think I could have ever I could ever part with that. And I think it's getting close to the point where uh, we're we're going to to end the show. Do you wanna do you wanna say one more positive vibe before we end, Connor?
0: I just have a quote from the great Martin Luther King Jr. I decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear.
1: That's better than anything I could have said.
0: That's why he was an amazing human being. Um,
1: Balmer, ladies and gentlemen. I stand by it through the darkness, and I await the dawn. Um, we'll, we'll see you guys next week.